Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hi. Hello. Welcome. I am Katie Petrick, joined today, as always, by David Fiorazzo. Two thumbs up from him. Now, we've been talking about it for I don't know how long at this point, but a long time. And you know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Freedom Project Academy, our K-12 Judeo-Christian online school. And we are enrolling students right this very moment for the fall. Now, get some information. It's free. All you have to do is go to freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com to get the request in for your free information packet. Do it now. Hit, hit pause, or I guess keep watching us, but then right after this, then do it. All right. Well, our neighbors there in Minnesota, there are some Democrats there. Just, just a, a few. few. And the Minnesota Democrats <laughs> are continuing their handout agenda, and they're now offering free college tuition to illegal, <clears throat> I'll say it again, illegal immigrants, courtesy of the fellow taxpayers. David. Yes, yes. There's apparently a competition for blue states to see who's the first to implement socialism fully throughout the state. And Minnesota's right up there wanting to provide illegal immigrants with free college tuition. Where does that money come from, Katie? Well, we'll, we'll come back it, to that. It grows on trees. In, in Minnesota? David. All right. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't realizing that, that Minnesota was uh, so yeah. uh, fruitful. Uh, college tuition money tree. Mm -hmm. Okay, so mm -hmm. under Minnesota's free tuition program dubbed the North State Promise, illegal immigrants will have their full tuition paid if they enroll in a two- or four-year program within the University of Minnesota or Minnesota state systems, and if they come from a household with an income of $80,000 or less, according to Axios. Now, to be eligible for free tuition, applicants must have either graduated from a Minnesota high school or have lived in the state for a year without being enrolled in a college for six months. And we're going to watch this video and come back and talk about it. I think that this is an opportunity to create that equal playing field. So every student has an opportunity to grow as an individual. And I think when we have an educated workforce, an educated populace that just is going to better our state in general. Students with Lead MN, an organization advocating for community and technical college students, hope lawmakers make good on their promise to fund college expenses after agreeing on the legislature's higher education bill. New provisions added include the North Star Promise. It would make college tuition free at public universities and tribal colleges for students whose families earn $80,000 or less a year. Karina Valeda recently earned her two-year degree at Inver Hills Community College and plans to transfer to get her bachelor's degree. She believes the legislation will help not only her, but potential students. I grew up in an area where we kind of weren't given the chance to get a college degree. We weren't told about FAFSA. We weren't told about the PSCO program. Um, and this you know, this legislation would make higher education accessible to students, especially from low-income families and these diverse backgrounds. The program, diverse backgrounds, that was slipped in there at the very end. I just realized that. The program will begin uh, next year and is expected to cost $117 million in its first fiscal year, according 
to the uber liberal AP, but occasionally they, they, they do get some facts straight, and this is just a straight numbers deal. How much is it going to cost? About $117 million, million Katie Petrick, in the first fiscal year. Are well, you, you're I'll, amused I'll, by this, aren't you? It's it's just this is what they do because they, <laughs> they don't understand how economics actually works. Now, the Democratic State Senate Higher Education Chair, Omar Fatah, 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 I'm not even sure, says after announcing like how much money this 117 in its first year, because you know costs are only going to go up. Right. Um, once people are like, what, I can get free college? Okay, I'll do that. Uh, actually said... We've been seeing declining enrollment on all campuses. For a reason. A lot of right? reasons, by the way. If we don't do something quick, we're at risk of shutting down <laughs> some campuses. I see this bill as an enrollment driver. So okay. let's soak the taxpayers with, with our problems <laughs> as a uber-woke, ideologically-driven university across America. But let's make the taxpayers pay for to get more Disciples of social justice in our school system. Did I just say it, Katie? What, David, what you were thinking? David, you just... Every now and like then. It's like you're in here. Every now it's and like then. You're in here this then works. You just, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank ladies you and gentlemen. Input. Remember now, this moment. Mark your calendar. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you, they don't understand that the way our system works. In the United States, we are still a capitalist society. Okay, and there's a reason for it. But they don't want because it works. Yeah. But they don't want that. But they still want what they want, and and everyone else is supposed to give them what they want. Now, if everyone here who is going to be getting this free college and free in air quotes because someone's paying for it, obviously, <laughs> the the person who's receiving that education, if it was they were going into economics and they were studying economics. I'd be more on board with this, but what are all these students going to be going into and what are they going to be studying and whatever all the taxpayers in Minnesota have to be paying for these students to learn? What, what, if we could guarantee an actual outcome that is worth investing that money in, that would be one thing, but that is not at all what any of this is. So of course not. Can I ask you a quick question? And I'm not being silly here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, elections have consequences. Minnesota has voted this way, you know, for a long, long time. It's a very blue state. Wouldn't a lot of the taxpayers also want this, these kind of uh, socialistic policies and the free college tuition and probably the student loan forgiveness, all these things? Wouldn't they want that? And so their taxes, yeah, well, might go up a little bit, but aren't they all pretty much on board with this. There, this. Minnesota operates the same way I think pretty much all these states do. Who, who's voting for it? It's the ones in the big cities who are like, yep, and they're they're determining the Good outcome point. of theirs. So it's St. Paul, it's Minneapolis, and everyone in the rest of the state out in the wilderness are like, great, you're just throttling me with this. Good point. Yeah, I don't mean to suggest that all people in small towns whether it's Wisconsin, Minnesota, or anywhere, even anywhere. California, there's inland and there's small towns and counties. They aren't on board with what the state governments are doing. So good point. All okay. right. Still to come, a New Hampshire school has cleverly found a way to use COVID relief money to fund a drag show. That's right. It may sound like a joke, but ever since the Rainbow Mafia was deemed a protected class, anything goes these days. That's coming up. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. 
FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. COVID. There was money that the government gave out. COVID money, if you will. So um, <laughs> you're supposed to use that COVID money to fund Drake shows, right? That's what it said. That's all what, that was COVID that the money. fine print? I missed that. I missed that part yeah. of it, I guess. Yeah. But it makes sense, especially when we're talking about um, that money that's supposed to be at schools that, that it's used for Drake shows, right? Okay. Well, New Hampshire's Manchester School District received COVID relief funds to host a youth pride event with a Drake performance according to a new report that was released. Manchester School District received $4,000, which may not, you may not think that's a lot, but um, $4,000 can do a lot at a school. Uh, from Manchester's Community Event and Activation Grant Program, it's funded through the American Rescue Plan funds. American Rescue Plan. Yes, the money was awarded uh, back on May 10th, and it went toward hosting a youth pride event on June 2nd. Of that sum, $500 is earmarked as pride decorations and swag. Okay, there you go. Yes, yes, the hand. We got the receipts, basically, the drag application. Performers. I should say the application for it. Um, another $500 is slated to be used for the drag performers. Yeah. Another 150 is set to be uh, used for lawn decorations. Okay. Would that go as part of also the swag or the uh, actual pride decorations, lawn decorations? One and the same, aren't they? Now, uh, one of the flyers that advertised the event actually told students that the Pride event would include a photo booth, ooh, as well as swag, food, entertainment, and drag, <clears throat> LGBTQ plus affirming organizations, cake, and more. Sounds like such a fun event to go to. So you, you rattle off this list, Katie. I'm, I'm a little confused because... So are they. I saw the words and heard the words... Uh, COVID relief fund at the beginning of yes. this story. And we're talking about drag and, yeah. and decorations and lawn, yeah. whatever. Uh, I'm a little confused how that uh, factors under COVID yeah, well, relief. Well, it, as you can see, the community event and activation grant program grant there, they awarded $4,000. And the purpose is a program funded by the city of Manchester for community-based projects that address public health. Safety and the economic so, recovery of impacted sectors, educational disparities, and more. This award will support a youth pride event at West High School. Wait a minute. So drag queens that's, have something to do with public health? That's now how, yeah. Yeah, you can you can twist and maneuver and claim. Well, anytime, it is New Hampshire, it, another blue state. Yeah, anytime you can, if you need money for your drag shows and your LGBTQ, blah, 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 you can always go to anything even remotely under the guise of health. Health, air quotes, health. Oh boy! Because it's for safety and health, and and otherwise mental health. Mental health. It, it's it all. They Sexual blur health. Yeah. the oh, lines wait a minute. of all of it. Doesn't now, apply. Now, Jennifer Gillis, the superintendent of schools for Manchester School District, stated that as with other years, this is an after-school extracurricular opt-in event, oh. Make, making sure to cover all three back-ends that we have okay. here. She also remarked that events such as this are consistent with the goals of our community-developed strategic plan and in line with district policies. Don't you just love how they always just 
Okay. Put so, their community-developed strategic plan. So these are part of their goals. This is what they are. After school. Okay. Yep. Now, the New Hampshire Department of Education Commissioner, Frank Edelblut, questioned the decision to provide COVID relief funds for the Pride event, asking, is this really the best use of taxpayer funds? It, Good question. Great question. No, it is not. Well, wait a there minute. I they said it. they said it's going to cost more like six thousand dollars. Yeah, um, only four thousand are coming from the uh, American Rescue Plan, according to them. But uh, they're going to have to pay the extra two. Um, now, here's here's my best part okay, that we need we to talk about. Yep. Um, we have the Manchester school board member Jim O'Connell, who spoke out in support of the drag performance. School board member, yay for drag. Uh, and he was saying, yay for Drake for the minors. Uh, I don't have any problem with the Youth Pride event for our LGBTQ students and others. Thanks. And then you have Tina Kim Philibot, who's the chief equity officer. Of course. You can, you can guess what her response is going to be. And this is the response that I want everyone to hear. Here we go. Uh, so chief equity officer. CEO used to mean something, but that's a CEO you don't want. <laughs> um, for the Manchester School District. Spoke in favor of the event, saying that joyful spaces where LGBTQ plus youth feel loved, celebrated, and centered is the work of public education. I'm going to read it again. Joyful spaces. Should we snap while we do this? Joyful spaces. Joyful. Where LGBTQ plus youth feel loved, loved. Celebrated, celebrated, and centered, centered is the work of public education. And they're saying this in a lot of places around the country, not just New Hampshire. But yeah, they're, they're de redefining the, quote, work of public education, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just as a side note to end this, uh, this same district was also hit with a lawsuit because uh, there was a mom there who discovered that school staff were using alternative pronouns to address her child, but she wasn't aware of it. She just found out that they were using... That so they got they they got a lawsuit on their hands too. They they just do what they want there and yep. see what happens. Well, coming up, the Texas state legislature has just passed a bill that will ban the performance of sexually oriented drag shows in front of minors. Texas, Texas. is doing something. We're going to talk about why it has become so controversial and what this bill could mean for other states. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at My Pillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, -E EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Well... I like to end shows on a positive note. In today's show, obviously, we end on Babylon B. But before we get to that, <laughs> we're going to end on uh, another in terms positive of another note. story. Another positive. I, you know, I'm a positive person. At least I try to be. You are. Um, so she Texas, is. good old Texas. Uh, go Longhorns. Is that what they say? Hmm. Uh, they're invoking some common sense. Thank you, Texas. The sexually oriented shows and drag shows, but I repeat myself, uh, <laughs> cannot be performed in front of minors now. 
sexually oriented shows and drag shows, again, I repeat myself, cannot be performed in front of minors. The state house approved Senate Bill 12 in an 87 to 54 vote. Uh, now, the legislation, if it's signed into law, which I think it will be signed into law, uh, says that performers who violate the law could be charged with a class A misdemeanor and punished with a $4,000 fine or one year in jail. And meanwhile, if you're a business caught hosting such performances, you could be fined as much as 10 k Now, the Texas State Senate also passed the bill on the very same day, and it got sent over to Republican Governor Greg Abbott's desk. Let's take a look. 20 eyes and 11 nays, the bill is finally passed. The Texas Senate passed two bills Wednesday targeting drag performances. One that would defund libraries where drag performers read to children. The other creates criminal and civil penalties if a drag performance happens in front of children and it's considered sexually oriented. Senate Bill 12 is about children. This is about what children should be exposed to, something that I I believe, I hope, we'll have common ground on. Texas is one of several states nationwide that has already passed or is considering legislation targeting drag. There's a lot of legislation that's attacking the LGBT community right now and the trans community. Callie Butcher is president of the Dallas LGBTQ Bar Association. She traveled to Austin to testify against the bills. Among her concerns is that the law is vague about what it considers sexually oriented, including part of the statute that says a performance is illegal if it, quote, appeals to the prurient interest in sex. This is art. This is speech. Um, And I think that we're going to see lawsuits that are going to cost the state a lot of money um, to defend these kinds of bills when these bills aren't really solving solving a problem. This is art. This is speech. These are children. Well, that's how they've gotten away with a lot of this, by the way, under the guise of free speech or artistic expression. But when you bring children into the mix here, as they've done in public libraries across America, and of course in schools, high schools, you got children involved now. Uh, you could not do the same thing in a public park or on a city street downtown to kids. Why would you be able to do it at a drag show or in a library? Um, we're, but um, this bill gets back to common sense, Katie. So I'm thankful mm-hmm. that I, I hope a lot of other states follow this, follow their lead here, because as a common sense approach, we've got to fight this. Yeah, we do know Tennessee, Arkansas, Florida, and Montana have passed legislation like this as well. Um, and so hopefully, yes, many more do this. Now, the specifics of this legislation, just so everyone is clear, uh, you heard some of it there, but it also says it applies to the performances that feature nudity or the exhibition or representation, actual or simulated, of sexual acts, as well as the performances that appeal to, as you saw, the prurient interest in such, regardless of whether compensation for the performance is expected or received. Now, I like the comment coming from Representative Mary Gonzalez, a Democrat who spoke out against the legislation, um, claiming that the broadness of the bill, and that's what even that one guy said, uh, the broadness of the bill could negatively implicate even the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Now, okay, you're talking about a football game now. That's it's a that's a correct. Now you're talking about the corporate world and television viewing. And I, you're I not did, talking about children. Yeah, I didn't. Here. I didn't know that anyone even cared about the Dallas Cowboys anymore. Are they still around? <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, Burn. the Cowboys are. I didn't know the cheerleaders were. Burn, Cowboys. Ooh. Just saying. Burn. Hey, they have our old head coach. Yes. Anyway. They did pretty well last year. (sighs) Dallas Cowboys.
boo. Uh, fight me in the comments about that. Uh, so it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen with Texas is a big state, you mm-hmm. know, and could other big states follow? We have Florida already there uh, in Tennessee, Arkansas, Montana. What about the rest Midwest, the rest of the South? We know the Northeast is probably not going to, no one's going to pass it up there. No. Way out West, eh, that probably won't happen. But maybe, maybe some more sto- uh, states will get on board with it. I them. hope so. Come on, states, protect your children. All right. Well, that was the last positive story. Now we're to the last final activity, which, of course, is the latest Babylon Bee headlines. Stay right there. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. All right, friends, before we wrap up the show for today, let's take a look at everyone's favorite satire site, the Babylon Bee. Here are this week's top five Babylon Bee headlines. So as always, traditionally we pick ours. Katie has not seen them and will decide which one should be named Queen of the Hive. And we're going to start with this one. African children politely decline donation of Target (laughs) Pride merch. (laughs) Next, study finds Target going woke has gotten more families out of debt than Dave Ramsey. (laughs) Next, Chick-fil-A now training white employees to say, my privilege. (laughs) Next, deal reached on debt ceiling as McCarthy offers Biden two pints of chocolate chip ice cream. And finally, homeschooler looking forward to last day of school in 12 years. Katie? There's some good eggs. You, you had a few I, LOLs yeah, there. I like, yeah, the Chick-fil-A, my privilege, my privilege, <laughs> my privilege. Oh, my privilege. I just imagine them saying, saying that to every customer. It's, it's my privilege. Like, you get, if you've been there, you understand what we're talking right. about. But let's go back one more. The one prior to that, the study finding that Target going woke has gotten more families out of debt than Dave Ramsey is like, oh, burn Dave, like a funny burn. I, yeah. I think Dave Ramsey will even laugh on that one. I, I hope I hope that Dave reads that one from Ben yep. Lundby. What I do you like, think? I like the African children. Oh, that. Politely declined <laughs> donation of Target Pride merch. I like that. They're like, and no thank like, you. Uh, no. Um, well, why would we want that? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> so good. Just, so like, good. just like Matt Walsh, the, the yep. documentary, What is a Woman? He goes to Africa and, they, yes. and asks the tribe, you know, what if I, what if I said Did, that uh, I'm a woman? They look at him like. What? And then they started laughing afterwards. Yeah, exactly. They're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord, help us. All right, well, that's going to wrap up our top headlines for the week. More satire next time, right, Katie? Always. We need more satire Yes, thank you for the B. It's a great disinfectant. All right, if you're a fan of our show, please like, comment, share, subscribe. What else do they do? Follow. Follow, thumbs up. That's the like. like, All the things. Do all the things. Let us know what you are thinking. Now, for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show right here. Until next time, stay educated. 
Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.